Good morning, everybody on Transcend with Debbie. We have spiritual medium Mandy Paul in the house. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so grateful to have you here on Transcend with Debbie. We actually got to work last week. And, and it was so much fun. You're such a fun person to collaborate with and to just open up the platform with. You're full of knowledge, and I just love how you flow so naturally. So thank you for being here. You're um, welcome. You, thank you. And if you don't mind, Mandy, would you mind sharing just a bit about yourself? Okay. Obviously, I'm a spiritual medium and a healer, and I am... Um, I have a little shop where I live. It's called Hudson's Ice Cream Shop, and that's my job by day. Um, by evening, I do my healings and my mediumship. But I also do Buddhist mantra, which I have done for, oh, it must be over 20 years now, but I went out to teach it after 10. Wow. You uh -oh. become more aware of yourself. Uh-oh, mm -hmm. we had a bit of a blip there. Yeah. Good morning. Is it Issa? Issa? Okay, so the thing is with mantra, it's a, a cleansing, it's a cleansing and, and the balancing of all your chakras all at the same time. So it allows you to um, move forward in your life where you need to be and not where you don't want to be. Yes, I love that. And, you know, we, I feel it's so popular right now. Everyone's like, oh, we got to do a mantra. Let's do our mantras, our morning affirmations. Let's get our body going. And I feel like with all the different social medias and all the different platforms, I feel like it's reignited and everybody's like on board about mantras. Um, what is your favorite mantra that you start with in your day? I, can I start off with a spiritual growth mantra. And it's mm -hmm. got about 12 syllables. You see, there's different syllables in mantras. You can anything from three syllables to 30 syllables, depending on which mantra you need and which one you need in that day. Okay. Uh, and when you start doing it on a regular basis, you could just be anywhere in the shower, on a walk, and one will just pop into your thoughts. So it's clearly mm -hmm. the one you need at, at that time. Yes. Because what happens is consciousness choose which mantra you need for a particular situation you're in if you've got anxiety or if you're meeting new people or you want some healing it'll just come when you need it and then when you start mantraing preferably not when you're driving but when you start mantraing you're just going to a slight altered state of consciousness which yeah. then allows you to stream what you need yeah i love that you keep saying that especially when you're not driving you said that last time and you said this this time i have a bad habit when i first started i was i would go into like a a little subtle like woo my inner if i wasn't grounded i would be in that that space of woo let's go let's do that healing my body is super sensitive you know so i love that you always say especially when you're not driving they're like no she's not driving <laughs> so they know i'm, I, I'm so easily like woo <laughs> um but um when you say it is, it's, it's a lovely experience once you get there sorry yeah when you say um, healing, up a little bit here. I'm just wondering yeah. if I moved somewhere else. Yeah, it, it is it is freezing just a bit. Okay. We'll give her a second while she finds a great spot. Hi, Isa. Hi, Trish. Hi, Lisa. So nice to have you guys here. I'll just see if my husband is on. We're going to give her a second to move her spots because the connection's a little sketchy. So we're, we're doing our Super Bowl kickoff with a little mantra. And we're going to close with a meditation. So you guys hang in there as we open up. And you guys, if you have questions, don't feel, 
Don't be afraid. Speak up and ask. You got a beautiful soul here from across the pond sharing her time and her love with us. Hi, Veronica. So nice to have you here. Hi, Michelle. So grateful to have you here. So grateful to have all of you here. It's such an honor. So grateful. There is. I think that's a bit better now. I think we've got a bit more of a reception now. Yeah, the reception is a lot better. You yeah. actually, you actually cleared up even so, like you can, I can see you even clearer. So perfect. Oh, wow, there must be a reason for that. Yeah, that's okay. You're just, you're just always on fire when you come in here. <laughs> <laughs> you're full right. of energy. It says, hey Debbie, hey Mandy, hope you both well. This is from Jordan. So Jordan, Hi, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan, for saying that. So you were explaining the different syllables and you were talking about the um, different type of mantras based on healing for anxiety. And I feel like a lot of times when we step into this work, we're wanting to do that deeper healing. Um, what what would you suggest? What syllable, what, what would mantra would you suggest for someone who's opening up in their healing um, stage of their journey? Well, there's, there's a short mantra, which is, I can, I'll do it for you. And it's a really short one. And basically it represents divine love. Okay. okay, so it's love for yourself and love for others that surround you. Okay, like mm -hmm. so I'll just I'll just do it because it's only four syllables. It's basically a hum prema. That's okay. Really, okay. So you do that. You can do that. Any you can do that anywhere really. And what happens is when you just do them four syllables, literally, you can't think of anything else. So if you if you're in a state where you're just anxious or your anxiety is flaring up or you just feel like you just want something for yourself just briefly that's all you need to do if you want me to do it again i'm quite happy to do so okay go ahead okay uh um prema i love that that's how i started and they have a lot of um videos that are a lot online that also have these um syllables that chat and do the mantras um do you have one that you would refer someone to if they're wanting to refer back to one if they wanted to, like, um, what do you mean to go back to say they want spiritual growth or they want mm -hmm. something like for healing? Which would you recommend? Or yeah, the spiritual growth one is fabulous. Uh, that's about twelve syllables, and um, it's quite easy to remember. And, and the thing is, with mantra, it's very melodic as, as well because you're you're tapping into that different frequency that's been around for thousands of years. So mm. when you send it out, it comes back. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I mean. I mean, I can do up to nearly 33 mantras, and obviously because I've been doing it for such a long time. Um, and like I say, there's a really good um, healing mantra, and it's also, it, it frees the mind, yeah, and it's for healing, okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that and this one here is, is a lovely one, and my, it's my daughter's favourite, actually. She loves mantra in it, and my other daughter's getting into it also. Okay. So I'll do this one for you, okay? Okay. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. That's pretty. That's very pretty. And this one here is, is basically, it just clears the mind and allows your spiritual growth. Yeah, even though you don't physically see it or mentally see it, it's there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you're sending that out into the universe, you're asking for that spiritual growth to come back to you, which it will. Yes. And so there's an intention when you're going in there. So this one is called the spiritual growth. So when someone, 
So someone is going in and they're wanting to go into um, this type of work and they've never done a mantra before and they're feeling guided to go into this and they, this is a new journey for them. They would just Google the spiritual growth and, and look under the mantras and, and feel what they're guided to listen into. Yes? Yes. And okay. also, it's very like you when you think about it, it's in Sanskrit language. You know, Sanskrit's been around for centuries. You know, yes. mm -hmm. and um, the, and I don't know Buddhists and Indians do that alike. Basically, they all do it. All all Buddhists and all Indians do these mantras for various different elements that they need and seek within their lives at that time. And it's it's so interesting that when you feel the need to do chanting, you could be walking your dog. You could be even swimming. You can actually do it naturally, verbally do it, but still do it within your mind, okay? You can do it in the shower, and it always sounds great in the shower, doesn't it, wherever you sing? It's so, so true. It, yeah, it's fabulous. So then you see it amplifies that energy, which then will amplify within your physical self too. Yes, and, and there's a frequency that comes with it, and you're using it. It's a vibration within your body because you're also speaking it into existence. So your body is flowing within it, yes? Yeah, and that's where you're drawing the energy in. So you're drawing it in by mantra, and there's nothing else that you can think about while you are. So it is quite a powerful uh, exercise, really. And it's not necessarily singing prayer. It's just basically a singing need to me. It's a singing need. You need something from the universe to give you at that particular time so you mm -hmm. can actually tap into it when you need it. I love that, yeah. If anyone here have any questions in regards to what we're opening up with, we have some beautiful people here. Not, not that we don't always have beautiful people here, but welcome, Alice. We have our girl Alice in the house. Hi, Alice. We have Trudy here and, and Jordan. We already said Jordan. So thank you so much, ladies, for being here. And what a beautiful way to start our Sunday uh, football here because it's Super Bowl here in the States. And so this is a beautiful way to open up the platform before we have to get in that kitchen, get together in our gatherings or our day getting started. Um, so I really appreciate you taking time and working with us today on this Sunday morning. Here, I know it's evening where you are, so what a way to close down across the pond and what a way to open up here in the States. Um, so if anyone here has a question for Mandy or myself in regards to the mantras, uh, please ask, what mantra would you say to remove any blockages or procrastination challenges? Great question. That is a fabulous question. Um, it depends on what you want to rid of, really, if it's something that's mentally or is it emotionally. Um, and that's it. Procrastination is one of the biggest things that people seem to have because, obviously, to move on or yes. to change the way they're going in their lives. Mm -hmm. um, there is one that I absolutely love, and it's really quite, it's a quite a short one again. This is it, you see. They're not all long ones. They're all sometimes short ones or such things. Okay. Now, now this one is called, um, um, it's, it's quite a short one, but it's also quite melodic. So I'm quite happy to do this one for you. Okay. So this is one that removes obstacles and helps you achieve what you're wanting to achieve. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this Bodam Sharanam Gachami. Bodam Sharanam Gachami. That's beautiful. And it's got quite a nice, easy, recognizable words to say. Mm -hmm. And when you are speaking these, because you are speaking them in Sanskrit, obviously, if you can speak languages anyway, it'll come easier. But obviously, once you hear it a few times, you can then remember what that actual sounds like, yeah? Mm -hmm. that, that might be a personal one for you to, to, to do and, and that the others which I've also done. 
And yeah. then also this one here that I've got behind me is about 37 syllables. Oh, wow. This one took me nearly six weeks to learn. Oh my gosh. Wow, Mandy. That, that is amazing though, but that's dedication also because yeah. you, you're, you're allowing your body to be dedicated. You have a routine, you've created it as part of your daily lifestyle, your living. So this is the way of your living. Uh, and I love that for you, uh, Lisa saying beautiful, you know, when, when you're guided into doing this type of mantra, um, what, what was, what were you, how, how would you explain yourself that you felt you were drawn to do this for yourself? Well, it, it's a very interesting story. I used to go to a, a, a healing sanctuary, to be honest, um, for a while. And me and my friend used to go to this half moon, full moon meditations. This is going mm -hmm. back about maybe 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. And we used to go every Wednesday. So anyway, we find out that there's this particular full moon that we were going to go to. And we thought it was Wednesday. So when we got there, the lady says, it's not today, it's tomorrow. We looked at each other and we thought, we've both come on the same day. We're ironic. She said, but we've got chanting. And I thought, oh, we'll give it a go. Yes. So basically, chanting found us, really. Mm -hmm. Now, this other lady in question has actually got her own beautiful place that she does various um, therapies and holistic approach. And we, we both continue to do the mantras. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, it, it found us really. It was basically, I feel, was meant to be. And that's why we got there on the day of the wrong day. I agree. I was just going to say, there's no accidents. And normally when you go into a class and it's something totally different, you're like, okay, this is where I needed to be today. And, it, and it's giving you something different that you have not may have found yourself looking into. Yes? Yes and no. It was, it was, a bit of a, it was one of those, really. At the time, we were doing lots of meditation. And I think we'd both done as Reiki. And it was just really quite a, an escalation of what we were already started with, you know. So it was mm -hmm. wonderful how we was able to progress in that. Mm -hmm. And we both did, like, say, for 10 years. But I went out to teach it where she just did it in in a realistic place. So, yeah, it, it was lovely. Like, we've been given something to offer the other, other people in the world that, that need it. Yeah, you're very aligned. You were aligned. I love that. Um, so they say hello from me and Mama. So let's see who this is. Oh, and Melina, they're saying hello. Hello. <laughs> All the little cute hellos. Now, does anyone else have any other questions in regards to the mantras? I love that. So when you're saying remove blockages, we'll just have them type in mantra remove blockages. Yes? Yes. So that's basically, so wherever you're feeling in your life at this moment, you would go into that mantra of say, like Alice says, is there a mantra to help you sleep? Oh yes, can we get is there that? A mantra to help you sleep, Alice. Okay. Um, yes. Well, I think more so. That's probably. I mean, there's various healing mantras that you can use, um, but a, 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 maybe maybe a strong healing mantra which will help you to sleep because usually they're quite melodic. Okay, and once you're in that state of consciousness where you allow that mantra to just to flow, you'll start to feel quite well very relaxed okay and this will probably help you to sail off into that abyss if you will where you really want to sleep now usually a, a very strong mantra is is usually the case and um they they i mean they've got like maybe 50 syllables in the mantra mm -hmm. 
Um, but they are really interesting once you have one that, that, that slips because you once you've got to do it 108 times there's a reason why there's 108 times on your marla bees and it's a purpose mm -hmm. but depending on the time that you have you, you can do it 54 27 or 13 times will still give the amplification of that mantra okay you're just breaking it down into segments which is basically uh sharing it by two yeah because mm -hmm. there's 54 um there's 54 there's a yin and the yang which is 54 masculine 54 feminine okay which mm -hmm. brings it to 108 all right so if you can break that down into segments like i said 54 27 or 13 will still give you what you actually need okay so i'm just looking i mean there's there's a few that you could try um there's one that you can actually if you want in for um more of an opening up side to to you for your spiritual growth which will probably will help you sleep because it allows you to awaken at the same time mm -hmm. okay now that's a, a one that a lot of people know about and it's a very powerful mantra okay i think, I think it's about or oh, maybe 20 um so, um 20 syllables and i can do that one for you if you want to listen to it alice and it's i think a lot it basically means it means gone 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 beyond okay complete beyond and praise of awakening even okay. though you want to go to sleep you want you allow yourself to progress in your life spiritually okay okay so this one basically is gate gate para gate para salmon gate bodies and as that vibrates throughout your body, because it starts from your root and works its way up, yeah, through to the yes. ground, it mm -hmm. cleanses all of them all at once. So mm -hmm. that way, then you see, you're not holding on to anything what's been happening throughout the day and allows you to be centered in the present moment. Beautiful. I love that. We were just talking, you know, I was speaking about my own personal sleep and how I was like, oh, I'm waking up in the sleep. So, Alice, I could understand that with you. Um, I find that a lot of us um, who are awakening or who are intuitive, I find that we have that sleep pattern. We change quite a bit. So this would help be very helpful for one of us that have those difficulties. So I love that you shared that. Great question, Alice. And I think you touched a little bit also on the mala beats, the masculine of the 108. So I have mine and you have yours. And they asked why they, you know, what is the mala beats purpose? What is the usage of the mala beads? And you kind of went into that right now. Well, the mala beads, basically, obviously, there's 108 beads on here. And they state mm -hmm. it's something to do with Lord Krishna, okay? Yeah. Is that it's something about 108 deities, yeah, which are all around us, are all every given one time, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, one means universal consciousness, yeah? Zero means completeness, com the completeness, yeah? And the eight stands for the strands of infinity, okay? Oh, okay. So when you think about all of, of those coming together as one, it's bringing you into the unity, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, you're right there, Lily Rose. It does make your body vibrate, yeah. And is that the way? Yeah, it does. It when you when you are vibrating, when you're doing a certain mantra, the ones that resonate with you the most are the ones that will start with your roots and work the way up to the crown. Obviously, if there's any obstacles in the way from your chakras, if there's anything, not saying blockages, I would like to call them that, but cloudy, if that's the matter, it basically cleans all them through the vibration, the frequency of the mantra. So when you chant it, you can't think of anything else external, okay, which mm -hmm. allows you to be here in the moment and in the present where mm -hmm. we all should be residing anyways. Okay? Yeah. 
So there's, there's a many meaning of the under it. And then they mention it about the Buddhists, for example, is feelings, okay? So you could have, um, you know, like we have in mediumship where you've got the taste, the smell, the sentience, the buoyance, all of those coming to them aspects. And apparently there's under innate senses that we actually have. That we oh. can have at any given one time when we need to, okay? Okay. So that's whether it's good or bad. This is the other things. It could be pain. It could be... It could be um, present it could be something from the past and all this kind of thing is but it all comes into one when you chant and it all makes everything aligned okay so you become aligned with yourself and with the universe yes beautiful response and i love that um and i wrote that down and for anybody who wants to go back this is also recorded you'll also be able to come back to these um mantras that she's offering in her explanation which i'm so grateful to have you here such so much knowledge flowing through you right now i appreciate that and for sharing your wisdom with us on transcend there's um, other things as well with the, the underneath it's actually uh a tetra a tetra number i don't know if anybody knows about the fibonacci sequence obviously it's mathematics uh but the uh, tetra number is basically being underneath is uh, a significance in mathematics and science. So it's really interesting when you look at that number and think, wow, what does it mean? And a lot of people think, what's under eight in angel numbers? What does under eight represent? I mean, there's loads of knowledge out there and in, and such that you can find, but there's something there that will always resonate with you. It's so true. Is it important to mantras mean something to you? Yes, this mantra here behind me uh, represents for me, it's a, it's a fabulous um, healing mantra um and like i said it, it took me nearly it took me nearly six weeks to learn and this is why i have it on my wall because i found it quite um it's basically the mother mantra um is that one it, it's a mother mantra and um it's also the gator mantra which is renowned and known around the world and everybody seems to do this mantra more than anything because of its universal um frequency okay mm -hmm. so when when i, I look at this and I just, it just takes me back to the time when we did turned up on the wrong day and then took us six weeks to learn it. In mm -hmm. fact, we couldn't even look at each other because we used to laugh with the with the obviously we were doing the language you see, and it was it wasn't the fact that we we're laughing at the language; it's just how we managed to get it, get round it to actually chant it and mm -hmm. um, knowing that we can do it off by heart. Now it that's why I have it on the wall to remind me. Beautiful, and I think that's an important one, especially since we do the work collectively in the world. And so this would be a great one to use when we're doing world uh, healing for the world. Yes? Yes, it's a fabulous one. I'm quite happy to do that one for you. Because obviously now I know it off by heart. I think this one's got 37 um, syllables, but uh, here goes. Okay? Okay. Om Bobo Vaspahu Tatsavetu Varenyam Bagode Vashadi Mahidi Yoyo Naprachodayat. Beautiful. And do you find yourself using any like sing singing bowls or, you know, what type of music do you listen to when you're doing this? Because all of a sudden I just see. I hear the bowls. I see the Tibetan bowl going. Yes. Okay. Now, to see Tibetan bowls, you don't pick them, they pick you. You know yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. Now this mm -hmm. took me two years to find mine. And obviously it's a Tibetan singing bowl. I'm not sure if you'll be able to hear it on here. Okay. But what you do when you do your mantra for like say the times that you do it, depending on how much time you have. Mm -hmm. You might only be able to have 20 minutes in the day, or maybe maybe you might have longer than two hours in the day. But when you do it under an eight times, what you do, once you've you've stopped doing the, the final mantra, you, I don't know if you can hear this, but I'm going to bong it anyways. 
Okay, so what happens with that sound? That you do that just before you finish your last mantra. Okay, that will indicate that you know that that's the last one you have to chant to 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 do. Okay, you're counting on your mala beads because that's what your mala beads are for to count. Okay? Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. You can get clickers and all sorts of different things for counting, but I find these a lot better because you can you relax with those in your hands. Yes. And then also when you uh, you leave yourself for two minutes to allow the vibration and the frequency throughout the body, yeah, to do what it needs to do necessarily where it's needed, okay? okay? So once you finish your two minutes, obviously, you do the ball again, which then what you have to do when you're listening to that sound is listening to it right till it finishes, okay, okay. which will bring you literally into the present moment right to the tenth of a second, okay? Okay. So it brings you right to where you actually need to be at that time, okay? Okay. Um, the other thing also with, with, with the balls as well, obviously, you, you must know that you can get it to sing for you. I don't know if you can hear it. I'll try and get it to sing for you. Oh, yeah. So this is the this is a frequency. Obviously, this is the frequency. This is actually a ball. It's actually a C, the, the note C, okay? okay. Which mm -hmm. is the central of the universe, okay? And mm -hmm. you can actually put water inside sometimes and do that, and it will show you about the vibration, okay? Okay. And what's happening, it basically allows your cells to vibrate at that frequency, which mm -hmm. is the healing properties of that uh, mantra that you've done. And, you know, for those who don't understand the notes, we use different notes, and you just specifically called in the C. How would you explain that to someone? What, what area would that allow the frequency to go within the body? Okay, the C is anything that this one here is for the crown chakra, the C. Okay, okay. which is opens up your, your your lotus flower if you want to call that. Yeah, it comes right down from your starts from your solar plexus and works its way up to the fourth chakras that you've got here. Okay, and yes. then it sends it out into the universe. All right. So what happens is when you've sent that out into the universe and you're listening to it till it really goes down to the zero, yeah, the tenth of the second, then you're allowing it to come back in. And it will heal what is needed to be healed. Okay. okay. Now, as I say, you might have a B ball, you might have a D ball. It depended upon your frequency at that time when you decided to get this ball. But you'll okay. know when once you start tapping different balls, if you haven't got a ball, mm -hmm. you should tap different balls and to feel it, preferably behind you. Okay. Okay. On your shoulders or on your back. Okay. Because when you have it on the front here, you've got your chakras at the back of the body as well as you the front. We only represent yes seven chakras but there's plenty more so when you when you can't see it that's when you'll know it's for you okay mm -hmm. when you get that feeling you'll know it could even be an f bowl it just doesn't really matter which one it is it resonates with you at that time mm -hmm. and for those who want to understand i know we'll just there's so many different chakras but we'll focus on the first the seven and so when you're saying the c bowl can we break down the root chakra what what um, note would that be for the root going all the way up from the root up I'd say that would probably be a D, the sound of a D. Okay. The thing is, it depends upon what you are and your frequency at that time, because obviously we're all vibrating at different frequencies. Yes. You know that everybody's frequency is different, and you resonate yes. with certain frequencies. So mm -hmm. if you did mantra on a regular basis, all your all your chakras will be open all at the same time. So you'll be tapping into lots of other people's frequencies, and this is why sometimes you can be in a room full of people and you resonate with all of those, and there might just be one of those that you don't. Mm -hmm. And that's because they're vibrating at a different frequency. 
Yes. But, but what happens then, you see, that different frequency that you feel is actually your frequency. Thank you. Okay. And mm -hmm. then the person that, that, that you are drawn to who doesn't resonate with you at that time actually become best of friends. Oh. It's because you're actually very similar. So your frequency, you're both at the same frequency, okay? Mm -hmm. That's why it feels different to the others. They might they're all be on a different frequency. And the one that's same as you, you're thinking, oh, they feel different. It's not different. It's the same as you. So it's like I, a reflection of yourself. I love that. And I find that a lot of people always say that I'm so sensitive to the energy around me, but it's also the same frequency that's existing with you. So thank you for saying that. I love that you opened it up in that way. Um, when you go into this, is there a preparation that you have to do before you get into your mantra? Or do you um, have a, a practice or a way before you start? Do you um, do a yeah. visualization or anything like that? Uh, well, basically, I start to burn candles, just natural okay. candles, nothing any particular. I also burn um, um, Tibetan healing uh, incense sticks that I get from Tibet, which are just their healing essence, that I burn those also. And then I just put myself in that space, drink plenty of water beforehand, just allow yourself to be, you know, relaxed as you can. Do some breathing exercises if you feel like you need to. I don't. I just come and sit here. And then I usually just bong my bowl and put myself into that moment, yeah, in the moment yeah. in time. Yeah. And then I start mantra. That way then, the universal consciousness is connected all at once, okay? So... Yeah being connected we're all connected but it's allowing ourselves to be connected okay this is there's, there's there's no good and there's no bad frequencies okay we're just vibrating and there's different frequencies all the time yes so we're all one we're actually all one it's just that we have to allow ourselves to be all one okay yes and it's the conditioning that we've had from unfortunately our parents and schooling okay because they i feel that they don't allow us to be who we want to be because obviously you've got certain things to follow. But what you can do to, to practice, you know, I mean, my granddaughter's only two and she sits there and she just goes on. And everywhere we go, she knows what the Buddha looks like, okay? So every time she sees the Buddha, she just sits there and does that. She's two, so... You know, I'm teaching her slowly the mantras, but obviously she's she's she speaks Spanish as well. She's uh, she's been watching Spanish television since she was small. My daughter oh. speaks Spanish, and it's it's probably in our maybe in our native culture. But the the other factor with practicing and, and understanding how the frequencies are, sometimes when you like with mediumship, for example, I know it's another subject, but because it doesn't feel right, it's not necessarily wrong. Okay, yes. mm -hmm. and that's trying to understand why we've got that frequency and why is that particular person coming to us and, and whatever that that matters that we feel. It's yes. Not, it's not, separate, not a negative feeling. It's just because we don't understand it. Yes. So by using mantra on a daily or a regular basis, maybe once a week, twice a week, or, or maybe just once a month, mm -hmm. at least then you are tapping into that oneness where you know when you feel you're out of sync. By going back to a mantra, any mantra that, that resonates with you, will bring you back to the, to the moment in time. Thank you for saying that. And I know that you went to your favorite, which is the mother mantra, universal frequency. Um, if someone were to just bring themselves back to realignment, which would you suggest for them to do? The real alignment. Um, well, the thing is with it, obviously, you've got quite a, quite a, I've got, I mean, I've got 33 mantras here, and there's all something <laughs> different, you know. Uh -huh. um, I think I think for the, for if, if people want, say, a bit of protection, 
or they want some kind of, you know, something for themselves to make them feel it's centered, if that's what you're trying to say. Centered, grounded. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's for centered. There's one here called, uh, okay, this is a really good one. This is um, this invokes the fourth field of divine protection around the reciter, okay? Wow. So it allows you then to feel encapsulated in that energy of that mantra, okay? So I'll do this one for you, okay? It's it's uh, it's about mm, it's about maybe ten syllables, okay. and it, it's quite easy to remember, okay? Okay. Om Dum Dagaye Namaha. Beautiful. Thank you. And that one there, then you see, while you're doing that, you can feel like an energy shift. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. so you see, mantra is a lot like Tai Chi, where you're working with the energies, yeah? Yeah, I just started that. Yeah, your voice is working in them same energies. Mm -hmm. I just started doing that, and it's allowing me to push that energy and work with it around me. So I'm loving that you say that. Um, for those that are in here, you have Lily Rose saying, I have all these tools and thank you for helping me understand how to use them effectively. This is so beautiful. I love that. And she's like, interesting. Um, so this is what it's about, you know, having this open platform and coming together as a community and sharing that knowledge and also helping us to remember. Because I remember starting my journey in this um, and, and, you know, we go back to it and we work differently and we start to pick up other ways of, of uh, meditation. And so this is beautiful and bringing us back to um to this so thank you so much Mandy. you're welcome it's bringing you back to the present moment in time there's no yes. tomorrow, there's no past there's no history it's all one we're all just okay. universal oneness and bringing yes. it all together wherever you are anywhere in the world mm -hmm. it'll bring peace as well also it brings peace to everybody who not only recites but listens to mantra okay so this is what we really need for the world i mean it needs just peace okay and, and I know there's lots of things going on in the world, but if we can bring something to ourselves and not being selfish in that matter, you are then sharing it with others. Okay. And this is what our purpose yeah. is to just yeah. help other people. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, does anyone else have any other questions for Mandy while we're here and you have her? Um, for me, Mandy, what would you like others to understand when it comes to doing the mantra? The difficult, easy, um, go ahead. No, it's not necessarily difficult or easy. It's just practicing reciting. And once you start reciting, like you say, if you did that one particular, and then you could be anywhere. I mean, like I say, the amount I do is, like I said, what, 33 different ones to choose from. Mm -hmm. Once you start getting them into your system, into your psyche, if you will, Mm -hmm. You then can pull one out when you need to pull it out. You could be in a traffic jam, for example, and you feel like you're getting your anxieties kicking in and you're quite stressed. You've got to be somewhere. Just take a back seat and do a mantra that you enjoy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're stationed in your traffic jam. There's nothing else you can do. You might as well do some mantra. And you'll start to feel the energy shifting. You know, you'll start to feel that, hang on a minute, really, does it matter I'm stuck in a traffic jam? There's nothing can I do about it. I might as well do some mantra. Yeah, that's good. And then, okay. you, then you'll get the healing properties from that. It'll cleanse all your chakras. It won't really matter where you need to be or not to be at that time and space. You've been mm -hmm. put there possibly to do a mantra, okay, mm -hmm. because it's in your psyche. So it's like your filing cabinet in your psyche where you can just choose one when you need to, what resonates with you. And like yes. I said, I'll be walking my dog, and all of a sudden, 
the healing mantra will come in. And clearly, I must need some healing. So that'll start to reset. And my dog looks at me and say, what are you doing? But I just carry on. So you can imagine that, you know, and obviously, it doesn't matter if anybody's around you or not. If you feel that it makes you feel good, do it. Yeah. Um, I do listen to my mantras on YouTube. So someone did ask, can you listen to your mantras on YouTube? Most definitely, yes. And, and when you start to learn them and you start to bring that into your, using your own voice, that's even even stronger you know it's allowing you to bring that vibration for yourself because your own voice is speaking into the universe um would you yeah, say that, sorry go on. no but would you say there's a difference whether you're listening and you're not saying it uh, how would you explain that well now listen it's on youtube that's fine but then to practice it well it's actually on youtube so what happens is when you start doing this you're allowing spirit consciousness to utilize your energy for when you are working in the spiritual realms if you will so you you don't know who you're going to be channeling until you practice okay so you could then you could have a, a buddhist monk that comes with you you could have a you could have a lord krishna could come through you you could anybody who wants to choose to work with you at that particular time will choose you there's a lovely lady that i know called um sandy ingham i don't know if anybody knows her she's a fantastic spiritual artist okay and she actually drew me one of my team okay i'm going to show you him now <laughs> now she she said this is your team oh how cool so he's my team. So he's part of my team. So this lovely lady, Sandy Ingham, drew oh, my she... member who is with me. Okay. So I, that will explain quite a lot of why and what falls with a mantra. So mm -hmm. you come in at any given one time when you need them. Okay. So yeah. we all have a team. It could be up to 49 different deities, you know, or team members that you have with. You can call them spiritual guides. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of different names, but they come with you when you need them. Okay. Yes. So if you want, like I say, I want him to come in while I'm doing mantra. I felt like it was with me then when I were doing my chanting because mm -hmm. it takes you into an altered state of consciousness. So it sure he, does. Mm -hmm. He can stream through you easily with yes. flow, okay? And it's just going with that flow. Yes. You know, sometimes some of us say, you know, I just can't focus. I can't get my energy to stop thinking. And I think once you start to speak into it, it changes that, yes? Yes, it does. And then obviously sometimes when you're doing the mantra, you think, hang on a minute, that doesn't sound like my voice. Yes. It's because they're using, utilizing your voice box to channel through you, okay? Mm -hmm. So the more you actually do, I mean, when you think about the Dalai Lama and all the other monks that are chanting and whatever, they're channeling their deities from the past, okay, that are coming through them to offer the world um, to make it a peaceful world, okay? And they're coming through for a more peaceful world. People yes. who have passed over are at peace, some are at peace, mostly at peace, but there is obviously some that clearly have things to, to say. So yes. when they come in, because they've been man, uh, doing mantra and meditation probably from the from birth, really, if you think about it, and they've been utilising that energy system from um, spirit consciousness that's coming through, they yes. can actually then give you what you need when you need it. Yes, and, and I love that you say that, and that's just allowing spirit to come close and make that beautiful blend that your spirit is looking, you know, that's receiving you're just opening up and you're just honoring what's coming through. So I love how you say that. And Sandy Ingram, her work is amazing. So for those who don't follow her, um, you may want to look her up. She's an amazing artist. And so she's an amazing artist. She's an amazing medium. I've known her a yeah. long time. And yeah. when she gave me that picture, I thought, oh, my gosh, thank you. It was just so, such a blessing that she's it's, it's been with you for a long time. And I thought, well, yeah, I think that's probably why I do what I do. And it, it's a continuum, you know. Yeah, I love that. 
Um, I have seen an Indian chief in my meditation. Uh, would Native American music be better? I don't know what it means when she sees him. So she's seeing a guy, a guy that's coming in. <laughs> so what she needs to do is to do what resonates with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like she says, he has an Indian chief in meditation. You could ask him um, questions in your thoughts. Okay. And when he, he gives you a, a when you ask a question, for example, you know, what is your name? It'll be so quick when it comes. Yeah. But it won't match if you don't remember it because it'll go into your subconscious mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then when you're sat in your meditation and asking him to just come closer and just slow it down a little bit so you hear him. Okay, yeah. and then when you ask him to hear him, sometimes you can do it in automatic writing, which you can do with your non-dominant hand, asking what he needs to say and what he wants to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. I'm sensing this this guy that's coming through you is a healer. All right, mm -hmm. so you can look through the healing mediums, he, healing Indians, if you wanted to look through those. If you looked on the internet or you find out what healing Indians, because that's what I'm sensing with him. It's just really strange. I'm sat here talking to you, Lily. I'm just sensing, sensing sitting bull here. Okay. I just felt like he's only just come right in there and I'm sensing it's sitting bull that works through you. So I'm, ex I'm sensing that you're a fabulous healer and he's coming around you because you're progressing in your healing work. Oh, I love that for her. Wow. What an amazing day we have with you today. Um, we are going to close in a meditation. And so before we do that, I would like to open up the floor one more time for questions. And it looks like she also, another user here saying they also seen the Indian chief. So you just answered that question for two different people at the same time. So that was perfect. Um, so happy they caught both of us. Um, before we close with the mantra and a meditation, does anyone else have any questions for my, my girl Mandy here? You're welcome, Lily. I'm sensing that I'm sensing sitting bowl. He was such a powerful healer and had lots to offer many. And I feel that you also have to. Beautiful. Okay. Looks like we're good with questions, Mandy. Are we ready to close the meditation? Okay. Well, is everybody ready? Can everybody hear me okay? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. No problem. All right. Okay. If you would like to close your eyes. Okay. And what I'd like you to do is just to close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. Just to center yourself, okay? Okay. Now I want you to put yourself into a garden that's got lots of colorful flowers. And in this garden is a beautiful sandy path that I want you to follow. And while you're walking on this sandy path, I want you to kick your shoes off so you can feel the sand upon your feet. And as you're walking into this field with this sandy path, you start to see a cornfield. Now you can either see tall corn, medium corn, or no corn at all, but it's still a cornfield. So I still want you to follow the path. And as you follow along this path, the wind is blowing, the sun is shining, and the smell is lovely. And as you start to walk, you come to a forest. And in this forest is the sound of the birds. The sun's coming through the trees. You can feel the sun in places as it breaks through the leaves. And in the distance, you can just see a little hut. And as you look towards and walk towards this lovely hut, you see a, a fawn stood outside a gentle fawn that just gazes at you and as you come closer to this fawn 
it allows you to stroke it. It's gentle, soft fur, and it, you feel like it's smiling back at you. So as you wave goodbye to the phone, there's two steps to climb into this hut. So as you climb into this hut and open the door, there's a lovely rocking chair in front of a blazing fire. So I ask you to sit on this rocking chair in front of this blazing fire. And to your left, there are three doors. With no numbers on them, but just three lovely doors. And in a moment, one of those doors are going to open. And somebody that you need to see is going to walk through. It's not for me to see, but for you to see. And opposite you on this rocking chair is a chair. And one of these people who are coming out of that door is going to sit on that chair. And when they do, I'd like you to smile at them. Acknowledge them and smile. And as they smile back to you, you can feel it in your heart. The contentment of the roaring fire sat with somebody that you love that's with you. And as you converse in questions of love, you feel appreciation of what you have right now. Nothing else exists but this conversation with those you love. The compassion that this person offers you and the love that you share. Then you both stand, face each other and gently place a kiss on each other's cheek and say, thank you for coming. I feel the love in my heart. So then they go back into the room through one of the doors and you walk back to the door to come out of the hut. And as you turn round, you see them waving at you saying, you can come here anytime. So as you come out of the hut, back down the two stairs, the phone is there waiting for you to guide you out of the forest. Still with no shoes on your feet, feeling the sand, the warm sand on your feet. The sun is on the back. You feel contentment. And as you walk further out of the forest and through the cornfield, the corn is all gone and it's just the path. And as you reach further down the path, you see the beautiful flowers in the garden smelling the fragrance of the flowers and you sit down in the garden and feel a contentment with oneself open your eyes beautiful job thank you Mandy for that <clears throat> so lovely now I know you have a circle that you offer on Wednesdays um, is it open to the community um, it is, yes. It's open to the community. Mm -hmm. It's my out-of-body experience group. 
uh, but I've been also asked to do a chanting group, which I've done on the past with uh, with Alice. Okay. Uh, we're hoping to do something in the physical and sometime in the year. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I do that on a Wednesday, but I'm hoping to set up another group, which is just for um, for either doing mantra or for meditation. And that's in the future. You can follow me on Facebook, and I think you've given uh, my details on Instagram and such things. Mm -hmm. But the uh, somebody that the, has asked me to do um, some uh, more chanting, and yeah. uh, like the chanting because it allows them to be centered and, and, and helps them to move forward in their journey, really. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they can connect through me through my Facebook page, like you say, on Twitter, I'm on TikTok, and on Instagram. Yes, you are. And so do you have a group? Is it a private group or is it a link to get to your um, courses? Someone's asking, do you have a link for the group itself? Uh, well, you can have my email address, which is mandy.paul, P-A-U-L, at live.co.uk. Okay. Perfect. You can send me an email there and uh, she'll direct you to uh, the Zooms that I do on offer online. Perfect. And are there any other things that you're offering um, that you'd like the community to know about? Well, um, I do remote viewing. I have a group for remote viewing, um, which is an extrasensory perception. Um, and I enjoy uh, teaching uh, that group. And it's it's fun, really. It's not it's not just all about you know the serious side of remote viewing, but also it should be a, a fun opportunity to explore your consciousness. Basically, mm -hmm. I also offer an out of body experience as I facilitate your experience to take you where you need to go, and who you need to meet, and have a conversation yourself, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, you've experienced, it, uh, Debbie, and a few other people. Uh, and that is a wonderful experience, and it basically puts you in alignment again with yourself where you need to be and where you need to go and, and what's the purpose and what is your life purpose also. So you can email me on that as also, which I do offer that service. I do it by Zoom or in person. Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm a spiritual medium and I'm also a healer. Um, I think I mentioned last time that I'm just studying a National Federation of Spiritual Healing in Florida. And I'm really qualified. I can still do the healings on Zoom, which I do do for many and uh yeah so that's about it really but obviously being a medium i do services and you know i do readings so if you want to connect me on that that's also okay beautiful she is an amazing soul and thank you so much mandy for being here on transcend with debbie and i thank every listener who joined us today um what would you like to close and leave words of wisdom for those that are here listening mandy Okay, the words of wisdom is just be here in the present moment. Don't be in the past. Don't be in the future. There's no future. There is no past. It's all in, there's no time and space between any of it. You just think there is through clocks, through what you have to do in the day. Just go, be, be like water, literally like Bruce Lee used to say, just be like water. And by being like water, you can't hold on to anything because as soon as you pull that water down, it just flows, okay? So that's the thing I would suggest is just be in this time and space, okay? Yes, thank you so much for your kind words. Everyone, until next time, I thank you again for being here on Transcend. Thank Bye, you, everybody. Everybody. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye.